Good morning, Trinity. My name is Trip Prince. I am the pastor at Trinity Northside, and today is Thursday, May 7th. And today I'd like to reflect on our epistle reading from our daily lectionary, which comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. I don't want to read the whole reading, just a few of the verses. So if you're following along, I'm going to read for us 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 17 to 20, and then we'll pray, and I'd like to offer a few reflections on this verse. Paul says this, As for us, brothers and sisters, when for a short time we were made orphans by being separated from you in person, not in heart, we longed with great eagerness to see you face to face, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, wanted to again and again, but Satan blocked our way. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? Yes, you are our glory and joy. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we thank you for these words. We ask that you would speak to us this morning through them. And especially as we continue in this time of pandemic, would you help us to stay connected in heart to those we love, even if we are apart from them in body? Help us to pray for them, to seek their good, to love them and give our lives away for them, we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So while we always read scripture from a particular context, a particular moment in history, I think there are times in which it is almost impossible for us to not read whatever the present reality may be into a past moment. Thinking explicitly now of this pandemic, there have been so many times I've been reading the scriptures over the last few weeks where I read a verse and it's almost impossible to not read it in light of this moment we're in right now. For example, when I was looking at all of the readings for today, when I came across St. Paul's words about being separated from those he loves in person, but not separated in heart, it's like the whole of 2020 summed up in one sentence. Who this year cannot relate to that sentiment? And I'm sure you have seen, just as I have, so many of these heartwarming images during the pandemic where you see loved ones who are separated in body but are finding creative ways to show their love and their affection for one another in heart. I think about those photos I've seen of, of husbands serenading their wives outside the windows of a nursing home or Maybe the parade of cars that have driven past loved ones' homes on their birthdays or anniversaries. And maybe this isn't just something you saw online, but maybe you've been a part of this. You and your friends and your family have found ways to show your love for one another, even while being apart, while being forced apart. Because it's true, isn't it? Even when we're forced apart, our hearts remain deeply connected to those that we love. Maybe even more than at other times, we're aware of that fact, aware of just how true and deep that love is and how connected we are. So with that in mind, let me say this. I think rightly understood, self-care is a really important thing. Caring for yourself is an essential part of human flourishing. Part of what it means to be a disciple, to be a follower of Jesus, is tending to God's renewing work inside of you and of me as we are remade, as we're reborn as children in God's kingdom. And yet, and yet, 
regardless of what we are so often told, true joy, ultimate joy, ultimate fulfillment, it is not simply found in your own self-satisfaction. There is a greater and a deeper life that I think is only found when we give ourselves away for the good of others. Paul, in today's reading, talks quite a lot about joy. And this is something to sit with for today. Joy is found for you and for me when we invest in others and see them become the people they're meant to be. I think that's really the heart of what Paul's getting at today. Because Paul had, had certainly been personally transformed by the love of God in Jesus. He had an ongoing relationship with our Lord where he tended to his life with God, cared for his own spiritual well-being, we could say. And yet none of that in and of itself was his hope or his joy. What was? For him, it was seeing the transformation in the lives of his friends. It was their new life in Christ that was his great joy, that was a source of abiding hope. And here's the thing for us, that is meant to be our hope and our joy as well. And so I think for us to know the joy that Paul speaks of, to have a taste of that kind of joy, I think you and I must be willing to first go out and do the hard work of living and loving for the sake of others. And so ask yourself today, what does it look like for you to truly give your life away, to give it away without expecting a single thing in return? I think it's so easy for us to live out of mixed motives where we do a good thing for another person, yet we are still in some way, shape or form mindful of the benefit that may come back our own way or the potential for benefit to come back our own way. Yet, what a gift it would be to long to see someone face to face, to be with them for no other reason than to see them living life as God made it to be lived. And that alone being for you and for me enough to be a source of unspeakable joy, this deep, deep well of hope when we see them living the way that God's made them to live being the man or the woman that God has made them to be. I know we are still in so many ways sheltered and closed off from those we love. And when we find ourselves in these moments, we do face a reoccurring temptation to close ourselves off relationally, spiritually, in all sorts of ways. And yet here's the challenge today as we wrap up. How can you, even if you can't stay connected physically in body and in person, how can you stay connected in your heart to your friends and your family and those you love and by staying connected, daily seeking their good? giving your life away, helping them become the people they're meant to be. That's the challenge St. Paul gives to us. That's, I believe, our word today that we need to sit with and reflect upon. And may God give us the strength to apply it in our lives today in meaningful and redemptive ways. And may God bless you today. Amen.